We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in on this Monday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. We will discuss uh, Quinshawn Judkins in the transfer portal. We will discuss the uh, Ole Miss basketball loss at Tennessee to start conference play. Rebels at home for two this week. They've got Florida at 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. And they have Vanderbilt at noon on Saturday. Two games coming up for uh, the Rebels at the Pavilion 13-1-0-1 on the season. That and some uh, NFL stuff here with you today. As we move into another week, the NFL playoffs beginning Saturday. One game Saturday, three games Sunday, four games Sunday. I don't know, something like that. Two games Saturday, whatever. And then one game on Monday night. I saw Bucks eagles is on Monday night. We'll look at that schedule. And uh, and more coming up. The uh, podcast always brought to you by the Oxford Exxon and Blue Sky locations throughout Mississippi up and down. Saints didn't make it, did they? They did not. They they won. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit there. The the end of that game. Um, but they needed several things to happen, and those things did not happen. They could have won the division had the Panthers beat the Bucks. That's unlikely. The Bucks won nine to nothing, and then they had to have the Bears beat the Packers and the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, and neither of those things happened. Gotcha. So yes, they got zero help after. Uh, winning their uh, their game. So, very mediocre for the Saints this season. I guess maybe a little Dennis Allen watch, but probably not here coming up uh, today. So, anyway, it is Black Monday it in the NFL. See, multiple uh, firings have already happened. Ron Rivera out in Washington. The Falcons fired uh, Art Smith like at midnight last night, basically right into, uh, into Monday. Waited, wasted no time to get out ahead of that thing. There, after uh, his final moments as the coach of the Falcons will be cussing Dennis Allen at the 50-yard line yesterday. So, Anyway, all that and more coming up on uh, today's show. Lunch specials, beer cave, you know the drill. The Oxford Exxon, again, in all blue sky locations around Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are uh, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He will send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. And uh, the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. A guest will join on the uh, Campbell Clinic hotline. 
The Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To uh, book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. We knew, uh, as we mentioned, the NFL there. I saw the, uh, did you see the top 100 telecast of the year from a rating standpoint? I did not. Sportico came out with uh, this, or at least this is where I saw their graphic. And uh, the NFL is not just king. They're becoming more king by the year. So uh, five years ago, the NFL had 61 of the top 100 watched programs in the United States. Uh, Last year, that went up to uh, 82. Mm -hmm. This year, 93. 93 of the top 100 things in the country from a TV watching standpoint are NFL football games. Uh, There were three college football games in the top 100, so 93 and 100. And then the four other programs were uh, the State of the Union. Uh, Yeah, the State of the Union was up there. Uh, The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was up there. The Oscars and whatever program was on after the Super Bowl. So enough people stayed for whatever was on afterward to... Also they were, so, they the, were so drunk that they forgot to turn their TV Yeah, the off. TV just stayed on throughout right. that process. Uh, but, yeah, looking at it here, the NFL has all of the top 20, 1 through 20. Uh, the State of the Union was 21. The NFL, 22 to 40. Uh, the NFL, 41 to 44. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, 45. Yep. NFL, 46 to 57. College football, 58. NFL, 59. Oscars, 60. NFL 61 to 70, college football 71, NFL 72, 73, college football 74, NFL 75 to 91, the exit from the Super Bowl program 92, and the NFL 93 to 100, capping the top 100. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, we've said it many, many times. It's a dominant. I think the number one football game was uh, Georgia, Alabama. SEC title game, Makes I sense. believe, is number one. I could be wrong on that, but I think I saw that somewhere. Um, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, by the way, probably worth the bang for the buck for Macy's. 28 and a half million people. Yeah. For the Macy's Parade. Campbell and Caroline always turn it on. I mean, it's a, they, it, it is on a lot of televisions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw some of it. Sure. Yeah. I'm always amused. This, this is going to piss some people off. I'm, yeah, sure. Here we go. Piss off number oh. one on Monday. Okay. When people go, well, I don't watch the NFL. I always want to go, well, you're in the minority, champ. No one watches that. I always love that one. No one watches the NFL. No one normal who likes college football watches the NFL. I get that one from the angry people. But, you know, they do. There's a lot of people watch the NFL. NFL's king. Yeah. It's, it's on. It's king. Sitting on a, just a big throne. Just looking down at the minions. <laughs> I mean, that is some crazy TV numbers. Yeah. It says, as somebody said in the stream, it shows you how many people stream, though, that mm-hmm. it's one of the few things we still turn on the television. Yeah. But its place compared to other sports is what is fascinating. Yeah, of course. And really, what it tells you is football is our national pastime because the, the NBA or nothing else is sniffing even college football's numbers. It's brands, it's it's gambling, it's fantasy football. It is. It's all those things. Those are people love fantasy football. I I don't, but I I acknowledge that lots of people do. It's it's identifying two regions and teams Mm -hmm. and sure programs. Sure. 
as well. So a lot there. But yeah, I just went, wow, that's that that that's raising in five years from sixty one to ninety three is one hell of a jump. And that's why they it give, shows you that we're streaming more. It shows you a lot of stuff, but that's why people go, Why why don't they fire Goodell? Goodell goes, That's why. What's all? That's why he's worth whatever the hell that dumb salary is yeah. that he is getting. They give him forty something million dollars. He takes dollars all and... the bullets and the T V numbers just keep going up and, yep. up and 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 up. That's what happens. So yep. agreed. Um I've got a couple NFL things, but we'll we'll hold it out. I'll I'll, I'll wait on that even though we're on the topic. So Quinshawn Judkins transfer portal. His Instagram yesterday, uh he deleted it quickly, I believe, but his Instagram showed him in Columbus, Ohio yesterday. That uh, that created a bit of a vacuum of information with everybody saying it was done to Ohio State. I do not have that on any stretch of the imagination uh, at all. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Now, listen, ahead. I'll buy this NFL thing from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But are you going to tell me that people on the internet desperately wanting to look like insiders will take one piece of information and, and reach a conclusion without any without any commit without any it confirmation is a calculated guess on the on the on the side of the internet people that they go hey see dojo was right when it happens when it's the most obvious possibility coming out right now the the vacuum has been interesting on quinshawn since this came out it came out on midday thursday i believe is when this happened lose, yeah we've been off air trying. for a little while thursday yes yeah i think so that's I, right. I did a ill-advised thursday night show you did yeah. two hours by the way what yeah. are you thinking uh, probably about the same thing I was thinking on Friday when I went to Carson's game in South Haven in the pouring down rain. It's 37 degrees. Not that was, smart. That was not bright. No. But now, you can't catch things off cold. You know, our grandparents no. were wrong on that. Right. My grandmother always go, hey, you put socks on or you're going to catch a cold. That's not how it works. It's one of those deals where I've, I've told people, like, why'd you go? Like, well, because the, the one night you don't go, one of two things will happen. Either that's the night he gets hurt. Or he scores and scores nine goals. Or he has the best game of his career. Yes. That's and then you look back twenty years later and you're like, you know I could have sat through some cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, multiple elements to this Judkins thing. I'm trying to figure out how to sort it in my head a little bit. And again, you've talked about it a while on Thursday night, so it's not like MPW Digital is 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 vacant on this. There is the thought that, or that's not the thought. I know that his uh, people, family. Him, I don't know, however the hell you want to say camp in today's vernacular. You know, we do have more camps than we did back when that was an annoying term. You know, there are actually more more, more camps around players now. Um, have at least reached out to Ole Miss about the possibility of him returning. Would take a lot of water to get under a bridge at this point. Um, Dart, Kiffin, a lot of things went on social media over the course of those 24 to 48 hours. There's a 100% guarantee that Quinshawn played poker, lost, and then realized that his value was not what it had been had he just, had he just stayed at Ole Miss. I, I don't, think, know, I I don't think, know if it was him. It was, but well, either way, yes. the, the, the Judkins entity, if you will. Quinshawn Judkins Incorporated. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Lindsey Miller Esquire, Quinshawn Judkins Enterprises. They, they went for, back to the whale one too many well, times. Well, for whatever reason, and I'll never completely understand it, they completely misevaluated the market. I don't, how do you do that? It doesn't take much to look around. And it's like Rocket Sanders again. He was Rocket Sanders was compared to Quinshawn for most of the season until Rocket got hurt. They were the two backs coming into the SEC. They sure. were swapping all Americans. Like 
ESPN did that preseason player thing, and I think Rocket was even two or three spots ahead of Quinshawn okay. on the list. Quinshawn, I mean, Rocket ends up at South Carolina getting a fraction of what Quinshawn could have gotten from Ole Miss had he just shut up and played football. Yeah, and when you... A third. No, it's less than that. Okay. It's like one-eighth. I mean... Maybe a little more than that, but not much more. What do you got at South Carolina? This this myth that's out there, and boy, it's out there, and I think the kids are falling for it now, and the people... No, let me rephrase that. The people around the kids are falling for it. And it's part of the problem with the lack of transparency. Sure. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is... They hear these numbers, and they're like, ooh, there's so much. No, man, I mean, not really. I mean, it's more than they used to get, but there are still a lot of schools, and you can you can argue that they're wrong. That's cool. It's fine. Very well, very well may be wrong, but there are still a lot of schools, high-profile, power five schools, including some in the SEC, that believe – that this thing is going to autocorrect and that where we are right now is just kind of a, a blip in a wild, wild west radar. Sure. And that over time the market's going to correct itself and that these numbers are going to go down and that people are going to regain their sanity. Now I'm not saying that's correct, but there are a lot of people that gamble in that in that way. And if that's your if that's your stance, you're not doing stupid stuff like, oh, the running back from Ole Miss is in the market. Here's Ole Miss's, Ole Miss's offer to him is significant. It's more than I'm guessing he can even come close to. The offer else. that he had agreed to because yes. he played in the bowl game. Yes, that's what I said the other day. When people are like, what do you think happened? Like, well, it's pretty obvious what happened because he played in the game. What do you mean? Okay, if you're Quinshawn Judkins and you don't have a deal and you're going to get in the portal, you don't play in a football game on December the 30th. You could get hurt. Your value could could plummet if you got hurt. You don't play in that game. The only way you play in that game, if you're Quinshawn Judkins, is if you have a deal in place and you're planning to play there next season. It's the only way. If you have any sense. I mean, I wouldn't have criticized him at all if he'd said, hey, I'm going to the portal. I've so decided I'm not playing in the game. I've decided to explore my options elsewhere. I'm going to go ahead and get in the portal here December the 15th. I'm not even going to Atlanta. I'm not going to be part with the team. I'm getting in the portal. I'm going to take my visits. He let the dead period come. It was nonsensical. From a negotiating standpoint, it was, and Teve, I'm sorry, it was stupidity. Mm -hmm. Stupidity. To get to this place where you only allowed yourself a four-day window, and now it's gone. Now he's got time. He can wait till yeah. He'll be all right. Whatever the end of the whatever week. he chooses, he can wait till Friday and take some visits and figure it out. But it made no sense to do it the way that he did it. None. And if you were Ole Miss, and this is where I, I go back, Ole Miss had to be blindsided a little bit when this happened because if you're Ole Miss, as much as you want to win the Peach Bowl and as much as you want that eleventh win and all of that stuff, if you know he's not going to be there and you know that those funds that were allocated to him are going to be freed, you might recruit differently at the beginning of the portal. Sure. Well, it's like, had had this happened at the very beginning of the portal, December 5th, 6th, somewhere in there, it's my educated opinion that Ole Miss would have signed Trevor Etienne. 
and he would have been RB1, split with Bentley, whatever you want to phrase that going into next season. Agreed. Instead, we get to this point where, yeah, Judkins has less ability to negotiate with other teams because he waited so long to do it. Well, he let a lot of teams get out of the market. Exactly. That's what I mean. So there's less competition for his services at that point. There's, at, I mean, there was at least conversation on from the Judkins side to coming back to Ole Miss, showing you that he had misrepresented his market value for sure at that point. And for Ole Miss, report coming out of Tuscaloosa that McClellan's getting into the draft. Um, there aren't a lot of options out there from a running back standpoint, at least not in the SEC, because now that time period is getting up here to close and all that kind of stuff. You'd have to, you know, I mean, sure, you might go snag somebody and pre portal into April and May and all that, but yeah. Ole Miss's options on replacing him are smaller than they would have been otherwise. So, I mean, that's that's the interesting thing about this from a couple different levels is that Q potentially coming back, and now look, he might commit to Ohio State in the next three minutes. I don't know, but I'm just saying on a world where that happened. I don't necessarily expect it, but on a world where it happened. It's probably on the field best for everyone involved. Completely. But you've got to know that all the off-field stuff is completely better than it was because that's where is it name Mike Bratton, the SEC guy, yeah. like some of those people, some of those takes that made me roll my eyes over the weekend was Oh, Lane was so focused on the portal, he didn't care about his roster. There, there, it was impossible to coddle someone more than Ole Miss coddled Quinshawn Judkins this season. Well, it's it probably, is complete bullshit. Yes, total. And here's my, I like Mike, but but some of these guys, listen, fellas, you can't know fourteen programs no, really, no, really no, well. No. It's not possible. So, yeah, I get it. You want to make fun of local beat guys? I do it all the time. I make fun of us all the time. Yeah, sure. But if if the homers on a beat are saying one thing and the and the and the others on the beat are kind of not saying the same thing, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. on to something. But if the homers on the beat and the people that are typically sort of cynical and negative on the beat are saying the same thing, they might be on to something and you might ought to shut the F up. Yeah. And if anybody's at fault here, I guess it's us. Because we knew a lot of stuff, but look, here's the deal. If we people are, why didn't you guys report all that stuff when it was happening? The, the, the two weeks that everything was the worst during the season were Tulane and Georgia Tech. Yes, and if we had reported what we were hearing, you would have melted down. Yeah, I, I mean, even looking back, there's nothing I would have changed given nope. what was going on at the time. Nope, nope. I can tell you that people pretty high up were concerned that Judkins was not going to play after about the Georgia Tech weekend. Yes. To the point that they changed multiple things that were going on around the program or the team or however you want to phrase that. I'm not getting into specifics. I mean, there was a report that came out the morning of that game that he was questionable. And I will contend that the questionableness had nothing to do with his health. Which was borne out by the fact that he played that night. I mean, there was truths that went on our message board from a very connected human the night of the two-lane game. Yeah. Everybody saw it. Yeah. I think it's still there, actually. I think somebody went and found the thread the other day. I didn't scroll back through it, but it appeared that way. So it was out there. My point is, Ole Miss has done everything to try to make Quinshawn Judkins happy, including giving him well above market value on a contract. Well, and, and he's, well, uh, up until this, he's worth more at Ole Miss than he is anywhere else. Because at Ole Miss, he has sentimental value, or did. Yeah, legacy value, all that stuff. You however, know, you there want to was, phrase it. There was he was part of the build. He was part of what got you there. 
if he goes to Ohio State, he's just a rented gun. Alabama, same thing. And then look, people, I'm not one to defend Auburn much here, but Auburn's not throwing a million dollars at Quinshawn Judkins. They're just, they're just not doing it. They're not a running back away from winning a title. Mm-hmm. And and so if, if you're going to give him the kind of money that, that Ole Miss had agreed to give him at School X, School X has to be running back away from title contention. Yeah, any world though where he came back here would require everybody would require everybody on his side to calm the hell down and actually play football and and quit. Yeah, and shut up. And now you're out of the NIL business, so maybe it would. Yeah, he's going pro. Sure, one year, all that stuff. Maybe sure. it does just change. But look, Jackson Dart didn't make it a secret over the weekend. No, he and didn't. it's his team. He didn't. No, he he was very vocal. So, look this. No, you have a lot of fences. Some people would have to sit down in a room and come to an agreement. I mean, I was told if Judkins came back, they'd have to really work to keep a handful of players that are there now. It could change what Bentley does now. I mean, you know, I I don't. My guess is that that offer is so far off the table now that it's too far gone. That it's too far gone that he would have to agree to a more than a haircut. He'd have to agree to the kind of haircut that not just a hometown discount. He'd have to agree to my kind of haircut. Kyle, thanks for the super chat. Says pairing advice, sports, life advice, entertainment recipes, and so much more. I set a podcast out there. Love you guys. Appreciate you for being in the thread. Uh, most days, love seeing you around. Um, what Ole Miss is going to do? I don't know because the again, it's 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 the Judkins side from an Ole Miss perspective. There aren't a lot of people out there that make sense for them right now from an RB one slash one two standpoint. Um, it's a pretty dry portal at running back right now. Yeah. So maybe you're waiting on hold for April, May, see who pops in. Somebody nationally, you pre-portal and it's figure it out. It's another reason Ole Miss should be pissed off about it. Like you said, they would have gotten Etienne. Yeah, it, was done. it would have been done. It was done, yeah. He's at Georgia now. You know, but there's people talk about Logan Diggs. It's my understanding that Diggs tore his ACL in the in the bowl game. Jarquez Hunter did not get into the portal fast enough. Right. There'd been a lot of talk about that simply because of his, you know, being from Mississippi and some stuff through that. There's the other kid at Alabama that makes some sense. That, But, I mean, he's not your – bell cow kind of guy no. i mean you know look it's on an all-in year they were going all in with quinchon and then whatever happened they thought it was okay so they didn't go after penny brown the same way they would have otherwise to get from toledo yeah it sounds like he's louisville or florida state at this point i haven't seen a final decision i haven't either somewhere in there and he's not quinchon oh god no no no, no that's no. the other part of this that's kind of perturbed me a little bit mm-hmm. i can't stand the revisionist history of well he's not very good no he's, no, very, he's damn good he's very good replacing him is going to be quite difficult yeah it's going to it's going to require creativity it's going to require multiple bodies is it doable sure of course but quinshawn is one hell of a running back yeah i'll We'll go there with that side of it in a second. Before we uh, do that, take the podcast brought to you in part by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Uh, men's and women's basketball have started conference play this week. You can get SEC mini plans and single game tickets. Those are still available for both. You do that at OleMissTicks.com. Also, uh, you can uh, check things out from the Champions Now campaign. They've got the Forever Ole Miss. If you want to talk about estate planning, the Vault Society, and Power. they got a lot of philanthropic ways that if you would like to get involved in that uh, in that as well as uh, Morgan Wallen tickets can, are on sale. That's OleMissTix.com. He's got his show. He's coming back in April. 
So whether it be uh, Vault Society, Empower, and much more, or Morgan Wallen tickets, that's OleMissTicks.com. Uh, my 10 weekend thoughts are up at rebelgrove.com. They're brought to you by Andrew Sego of Sego Wealth Management. Uh, get in touch with Andrew. He'll help you with the personalized retirement income plan. Uh, he helps folks just like you come up with their retirement game plans, whether you meet at his office in Collierville or uh, Zoom from anywhere. Schedule a free discovery meeting, see what he can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. The aforementioned Thursday night show was brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great people, products, and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. And uh, if you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. At all, all items start at just $1, no matter where the Retail value may be, so shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Download their app. Name your price on thousands of big-name retailers. Uh, items from big-name retailers, I should say. Uh, multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer uh, local pickups, so don't miss out. The College Corner is in Oxford now. Uh, newest location in the Oxford Commons right off of Sisk Avenue. More than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Plenty of parking available. Uh, Their staff's going to have you in and out, ready for the pavilion in no time. Also, two locations in Jackson, another in, um, I shouldn't say, another online, actually, collegecornerstore.com. Check out their website, collegecornerstore.com. And we're brought to you by Argent Wealth. It's formerly Pinnacle Wealth. Argent Wealth, based in Ridgeland, Mississippi. They've uh, got clients in more than 20 states. Argent provides detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. At Argent, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So regardless of your level of wealth, Argent will sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's myargentwealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. They're giving away free shrimp for an entire year to one lucky rebel. Here's how to enter. You go to primeshrimp.com slash mpw. Place an order, any order you would like, and use promo code JUICE. That's J-U-I-C-E. Take 20% off your order when you do that, and you're entered to win. You can place additional entries by posting your shrimp on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with hashtag PromShrimp, hashtag MPW. Winners will be chosen on January 31st, so get those orders in now. I should have also mentioned for some of that philanthropic giving with the foundation that is GiveToAthletics.com is the web address for that. Look, Bentley was a freaking workhorse, too. I mean, I was looking at it. I, I put up season snap counts this morning, and I, I sorted them by position to kind of give all of us an idea of returning, departing, sort of where the roster stands from guys who played considerable snaps or really any snaps at all this season. Running back snaps this season, Quinshawn Judkins, 689. Ulysses Bentley, 230. Yeah. Matt Jones, 31. <laughs> J.J. Pegues, 30. I didn't know where to put him, so I put him at running back. And Jam Griffin at 20 who dealt with concussion issues pretty much for most of the year. The jams in the portal. Yeah. That's it. 689, 230. So Bentley, well less than half of Judkins carries. You're going to be very hard-pressed. McClellan was or is the only kind of one-for-one option that is out there right now. Yeah. 
outside of that, you're talking about mixing and matching and doing things in different ways. And now Lane is very good schematically. He's You probably have the best coach in the country for fixing these type of issues. But in a year where it is so all in, it is an issue. Oh, you have to have a running game. And your weakest part of your roster is offensive line as of January the 8th, 2024. Yeah. By a considerable margin compared to the other positions. Yeah. I mean, you don't have tight end depth. You're five really good issues at facing the Rebels. Issue one, running back. Issue two, offensive line. I mean, it's yeah. all. And that's like two, three, and four. Yeah. And then they've either got to get another tight end or they got to keep Hudson Wolf healthy. One or the other. They can't have one tight end all season. Yeah. They wanted uh, Cole Rusk, but Cole committed to uh, Illinois. Really nice kid, by the way. Was he? Very nice. Ole Miss probably hears on Percy Lewis today or tomorrow. Um, did not visit Ole Miss. Sounds like Auburn. Sounds like Arkansas to me. But either way, I think Ole Miss has a lot of work to do if that's going to be the Rebels. I've certainly done my part, man. I gave gave a huge donation last night to the uh, Arkansas Collectives. What is theirs called? I can't really remember, but I just said, hey, just give it to Percy. Just give it all to Percy? Give it to Percy. Okay. Um, Former Mississippi State offensive lineman in the portal. Ole Miss recruited him out of Gulf Coast. Recruiting him again now. And... um, yeah, he, he he had been a very significant Ole Miss lean, but Arkansas and Auburn and have, we'll call it, muddied it up. He wanted to go ahead and visit Ole Miss early last week, or early last weekend, and they pushed it back. and Things happen. Things happen. Yeah. Created an opening for Should others. have, in hindsight, just let him visit and taken it from there. But in, anyway, point being – yeah, one for one for Judkins is not really out there right now that I'm aware of. Um, no. So you're. No, that doesn't exist. Yeah. You have to make it up other ways. It's why it's. It's, it's the one reason that I hold out. Not the hope's not the right one. And then obviously they have Riscano, but he's never had a college carry. It's, I don't know. It's the one reason I think I won't be just blown away if the two sides come back to the table. And both realize that they're better with each other than apart. Yeah. And Ole Miss gambles that, hey, with him going into a third season, all the crap is gone. Yeah. But now you got to know, hey, look, we get to a playoff. You don't hold us hostage. Uh, we're, no, we're no games. Yeah. You're here for 12 or 13 or 15 or whatever it is. And we get it that if we don't make a playoff, that you're not going to play in the Texas Bowl. Yeah, sure. Cool. Get it. Cool. Peace. Congratulations, and we'll be rooting for you. That November check will be your last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll throw you a party and the whole deal. I just don't know. The whole fan legacy thing, fans would forgive him instantaneously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how that works. The moment that he broke. The moment that Dart publicly did it. Or the moment that he ran for 19 yards on, on second and one. It's just fans. Fans are fickle. They just are. All of us are. Game in Winston Salem's a little weird in early third quarter, and he busts out the seventy-four yarder, and you go, "Hey, that's my guy right there." I spent a decade hating Jim Edmonds, and then he came became a Cub, and it took me like one hit. Did it really? Yes. Fans are fickle. Fans will forgive Quinshawn Judkins that moment right there. Now his team, different thing. Jason Hayward, you're you were cool. I, I mean, I. I Celebrated when the Cubs signed Jason Hayward. Did you? Yeah. But inside a locker room? 
that's a different story. And, and on, on a team where they're, 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 there's a lot of talk about, hey, we have to make sure that we have the same kind of buy-in and all that stuff. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, he, he would he would have to mend some fences. Hardman, that that thought is going around. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, it's it as of today, it is Bentley and Roscano, and that, that that those are your backs on the roster. That's what you got. You lost Lacey to Missouri. Yeah, there's, still there. and there's there's a whole story there too. Connected. Yeah. That's why when people are like, were you surprised? I was like, well, on one hand, yes, I was surprised. You're that, surprised because it's such a good situation in a lot of ways. But then on the other hand, it goes, how did it take this long? Yeah, on the other hand, I was like, I'm not even a little surprised. No, 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 no. And people are like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, ah, it's just too much. It's there's. If you're asking me, were you shocked? No, of course not. If you did, if you'd have done the Feinstein season on the brink in bed with Ole Miss, Judkins would have been about 14 chapters this year. Yeah. Would have been a third of the book. Well, and I talked about this on the Thursday night show, but even the the day, and I guess it was Thursday in Atlanta, when it was Ole Miss's offense proceeded to the podium by Penn State's defense. Yeah, yeah. The Penn State defense guys showed up and did their thing, and everything was completely on clockwork and smooth and fine. And then when it came time for the Ole Miss offense, there was this drama. Like, is, is Quinshawn even coming? And if he is, where, where, what room is he going in? Can, where, it was just weird, and you could tell it was weird. And, and it was – I remember a thought going through my mind that something's happening. And we were all on the, well, he's agreed to a deal or he hadn't agreed to a deal or a video or whatever. And it was like, eh, I don't know, man. Something feels weird. I remember telling you something felt weird about that. Because you frankly have been waiting on that announcement for weeks yeah. at this point. Everybody kept telling me, oh, it's done. I'm like, well, then why don't you announce it? He's playing in the game. Well, they're just, I'm like, it can't be that good of a video. What is it? Something's up. Because I, I kept saying, because if it's not done, he's an idiot to play this game. And it was just never... Because, I mean, yes, it's a meaningful game, but it's not a playoff game. There's no championship to be won unless you're talking about the Peach Bowl championship, at which mm-hmm. point, okay, fine. Yeah, sure. It had to be more than that. So I... And even the stuff on the field that day, I'm like, eh, stupid stuff happens on the field between... Every single game, there's not a game that happens in America where a wide receiver doesn't quit in a, in a game. Okay, so what happens in the in the heat of the moment? I mean, I know I know coordinators who've been fired by the head coach 10, 12, 14 times in a season, and they're still employed. In other words, the heat of the moment doesn't matter that much. That people get over that fast. Something happened away from the field, and it was just a continuation. Yeah, it wasn't about the vacuum of the game. And it's it was very, just a continuation. It's very clear that they came back and said, hey, we've decided we want just a little bit more. And they went, nope, that's it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I don't know. Yeah. Continue to follow. Again, he apparently was in Columbus yesterday. We'll see. That's where we are on this uh, Monday morning. I mean, that's one of the few places that I, <laughs> I, I guess that you know they're a playoff contender. That sure, yeah, he sure. makes sense there. I mean, yeah, it does. You know, maybe. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Look, if you're open market, that makes tons of sure. sense. Sure, sure. Yeah, I didn't bat an eye from that standpoint yeah. at all. Uh, switching sports a little bit. Uh, Ole Miss absolutely picked up its first loss of the season over the weekend in men's basketball. Vols ninety, Rebels sixty four in. I'm kind of proud of you guys. Nobody took it too far. It was it's literally their hardest game of the season. Yeah. It is the best team in the SEC on the road in a an SEC home opener. And you're okay. showing up as an undefeated ranked team. Yeah, they weren't overlooking you no, at no, this no. point. Rick Barnes is aware of Chris Beard. Like this is no, they, this was a very difficult assignment going you, in. You had given you had been given a week long scout. Yeah. You uh, played fairly well for most of the first half relative Mm -hmm. to everything. Uh, Tennessee got hot in the last minute, hit a couple shots, extended it out to nine at the break, and then just blew them out in the second half, outscoring them 50 to 33. And, you know, you it is enough sample size, no matter who you've played, to figure out who you are and who you're not. And the path for Ole Miss winning has got to be fixed because they got just annihilated on the board. Yes. As continues to happen. Um, they don't get offensive rebounds. Tennessee gets all the offensive rebounds in the world. Uh, outscores. Tennessee gets uh, wins the offensive rebound matchup nineteen to four in the game. So even if you play really good defense, if you just give them possession after possession after possession over and over and over again, and what has to be driving Chris Beard crazy 
is sure, sometimes it's physicality or positioning. Sometimes it's they don't catch the basketball. The number of times Ole Miss is not rebounding because they simply do not secure the ball is more than I have typically seen out of a team. It is it, it is phenomenally bad hands to this point of the season um, in a lot of ways. But look, you know, Ole Miss got the win over Memphis. They obviously are a capable team. I don't. It's not a reason to panic, but the subset of the game is – you cannot get beat on the boards like that and beat anyone in this league outside of maybe Vanderbilt. Well, especially the team coming in Friday. I watched Florida and Kentucky um, Saturday morning. It's a good game. Florida's a good team. Florida's good, and, and they're Florida, not great. They're good, but they rebound the ball well. They're good in the they're good in the paint. They're going to give Ole Miss some problems. Uh, they don't. They're not. They're not Tennessee. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure anybody is nationally. Um, I mean, Brakefield scored 22, Murray 11, Joe and uh, Murray 11, Flanagan 10, Morrell uh, went four for 12 from the field, only nine points, one for five from three for, uh, for him. The Rebels 37 for 38% from three, 71 from the line, 43 from the field. I mean, nothing bad or no, terrible from a shooting standpoint. Just the rebounding. They got yeah. doubled up. You just can't, you can't get out. If you get out rebounded like that, you're going to lose. I mean, total rebounds got outdone forty-seven twenty-four. Double, double. That's what I'm saying. You just, you're not going to win like that. You you can't go minus twenty-three on the boards and win a game. It's, I mean, that's it's not happening. That's awful. You can't go minus fifteen on offensive boards and expect to win a game. It's no. just not going to happen. Against a really good team, no way. Look, I I, I suspect. That if you'd asked Chris Beard, how do you want this thing to play out? And winning is not an option. He'd said, let's take one. Go ahead and just get all let's, the illusions out of the way. Let's let's let me let me get everybody's full attention back. Not that he didn't already have it, but because you'd have been kind of proud of them had they lost seventy eight seventy six, but you also would have had a hard time teaching. Yeah, because the kids have been right there. No, you're not right there. You you've yeah. got to fix this rebounding thing, or you're going to lose games. As somebody said on the board, they kind of—I mean, it's a totally different situation. But they kind of had their Georgia. They walked into an arena and went, "Whoa, yeah, no, that's not." I didn't watch everybody on Saturday, but I watched parts of a lot of games. Kentucky eighty-seven eighty-five was one hell of a basketball. That was game. a hell of a game. Two good teams two, in Gainesville. Two, so Florida's trying to avoid an zero and two on Wednesday as well. Those look like two tournament teams. Yeah, they were both very good. Florida's ten and four. They've got the win over Michigan in double overtime earlier this season. They've they've played okay. They've been good. No, they're solid. Yeah, they're yeah. solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn goes to Fayetteville and just beats the shit out of Arkansas. They did eighty-three fifty-one. Auburn looked terrific. They really did. They looked they looked relentless. I mean, they dominated every aspect of that game. Really took Arkansas's offense and made it to where it was either hit a wild three or nothing. Kind of similar to the Tennessee Ole Miss game in a way that Arkansas was behind but still kind of in it at the break, and then the second half was just a catastrophe. I mean, kind of. The, they were down seven. Yeah, but it uh, felt like 100. I mean, Arkansas couldn't score. And once Auburn made made a few buckets, that, that thing was night-night. This is a this is a good Auburn team. They're playing they're playing. Arkansas Pearl's is not style. as good as we thought. No, no. They are not. very average right now. Yeah. It's, it's weird. They look like a team that is just a – Normally he's very good at this, assembling a team from all over the place and they kind of put it together. This team this team hasn't put it together. And they've got some pieces, but they just it's not there. 
all the credit in the world to uh, the job Lamont Paris has done in uh, Columbia. South Carolina holds serve at home against Mississippi State, 68-62. That was a good game. The uh, Gamecocks now 13-1, and 1-0 in the uh, in the SEC. That's kind of a fun one there. That was a good game. State played with them the whole time. Uh, yeah. The Hubbard kid's a good player. Uh, Kid Ole Miss was on, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Jeffries is a good player. It was That was a good game. Um, is it Michi Johnson? That, yeah. I like him a lot. He's yeah, man. He plays with a. He's a, one of my favorite players. A in the ton league. of heart. I like him a lot. Uh, Georgia. Mike White goes on the road, beats Missouri seventy five sixty eight, and uh, Como on Saturday. It's a big win for the dogs. Yeah, eleven and three, one and big 0. loss for the Tigers. There, they haven't they haven't put it together the way people thought they would. Alabama played like crap, but did win in Nashville. Uh, they win seventy eight seventy five. Played awful, yeah. but they, they they won the game. Uh, Sears twenty one for. Uh, the Tide and Rivera Torres twenty for the Commodores, and then uh, LSU goes on the road and pops Buzz Williams and A and M sixty eight fifty three. The Tigers over the uh, Aggies in big, College Station. Big win for Matt McMahon and his guys. Yeah, they're they're still scuffling a little bit. Uh, Taylor the fourth picks up twenty three in the loss for A and M, so he scored twenty three of their fifty three as a team. There on uh, on Saturday, they didn't get much else. Yeah, Michi Johnson goes for twenty four. Uh, Tula Smith goes for 13 for the Bulldogs to lead that one. Uh, the guard for Florida had 23 in the loss. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, but anyway. But yeah, Golden Gators come in 0-1 now in the SEC into uh, a Wednesday night. All the students won't be back, but I would assume pretty good crowd at the Pavilion on Wednesday. It's an 8 o'clock game. It's an 8 o'clock tip. That's yep. the only little bit of a, a look there. If you uh, if you will, we'll we'll focus more on basketball tomorrow. But just uh, quickly, the schedule for the week: uh, Missouri's at Kentucky on Tuesday. That's an ESPN game. South Carolina's at Alabama. Um, Six o'clock SEC Network. A and M is at Auburn. Good luck, Aggies. Eight o'clock on ESPN two, and then Vanderbilt at LSU. Eight o'clock on SEC Network, and then on Wednesday. Florida at Ole Miss, that's SEC Network at 8 o'clock. Uh, Tennessee is at Mississippi State, 6 o'clock SEC Network. And then Arkansas at Georgia, 8 o'clock ESPNU is the uh, the Wednesday slate as well. So that's what's coming up. From an SEC standpoint, again, we'll focus more on basketball tomorrow. Today's not the uh, not the day for that, but we'll, uh, we'll get to it. And we'll turn our attention to the NFL and some other stuff in a second. Before we do that, I'll tell you about GNM Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs, GNM there in Oxford. They've got their uh, full line of vaccines right now, including the high dose flu shots for any patient over 65 or anyone just last minute who uh, needs a flu shot to try to avoid that. If you have not already gotten sick this year, they give all standard dose to patients. But you can recommend the 65 and over to get the high-dose version from them as well. They have the RSV vaccine for anybody who is still needing that as well. And they do appointments, which makes getting in and out super easy. Give them a call to schedule. That's 662-236-2222 for GNM in Oxford. Or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. He's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with John. If you're thinking about a trip that you want to uh, be one that creates a lifetime of unique memories, just give him some parameters, give him a budget. He'll give you options that you're probably not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. 
uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. Opa is the perfect place to plan your uh, company party, your uh, company dinner, a festive party event, uh, fabulous food, great craft libations. They can accommodate up to 200 guests at Opa. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. And don't forget, if you need a bigger venue, uh, get in touch with Jeannie and ask about rafters, uh, music, and food on the square in Oxford. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. If I get it done, we'll have NFL picks for you on uh, Saturday. That's brought to you by Service Specialist, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. Um, IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, all of that and more service specialists can help you in your next career move. It's always free for the candidates, so there's no reason not to give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call. 662-832-5138. Or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile from routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your career and your life in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. So the NFL uh, matchups for the uh, playoffs. You know, the, the last week of the season is such a weird week because you've got – Teams that don't care at all, and then you've got teams playing for the playoffs all at the same time. It's a weird hodgepodge of what's going on from a game standpoint because you're really just worried about the playoffs and what the standings are going to be going in, as uh, has been the case for a couple years now. Only one bye in the uh, first round of the NFL playoffs. That goes to the one seed. Seven teams making it from each side now in this uh, new-look bracket that we're uh, a couple years into now. In the NFC, the 49ers have the bye. And then your playoff games this weekend, you've got Packers at Cowboys. That is a 7-2 game. Packers have uh, been fairly hot to end the season there to snag that last spot. Really intriguing game in Detroit on uh, on the weekend. The number six seed Rams at the number three Lions. So you got Stafford against Goff in a, uh, in a game after they were traded for one another there prior to the uh, Rams winning the Super Bowl. And then we said on Monday night, the uh, – Really scuffling Eagles, the five seed at the number four Buccaneers. The Buccaneers do win the NFC South at nine and eight on the season, just uh, inching out New Orleans there for uh, for that. And then in the AFC, the Ravens have the bye. Steelers at Bills as the Bills won the AFC East. They beat the Dolphins last night in the uh, NBC night game to clinch the division. They'd already gotten into the playoffs earlier in the day courtesy of some help, but they did win the division there beating the Dolphins. So number seven Steelers at number two Bills, number six Dolphins at number three Chiefs at Arrowhead over the weekend, and then number five Browns at number four Texans over the week. The uh, Houston Texans have won My the boys. AFC South. Yeah, you know, there's two things out of the, from an Ole Miss standpoint out of the weekend. 
One, A.J. Brown went down with a knee injury last night. Yep. It looks like it's not ACL-related. Uh, preliminary reports from the NFL Network are that he's okay. okay. Uh, so Good. huge news there for sure. uh, A.J. and the Eagles, obviously. Eagles scuffling. They're rough right now. It's uh, it's not going well. And then the, the joy that uh, a video on Twitter captured over the weekend of Larry McTunzel running through the tunnel after making the playoffs, smiling and skipping along. I was just really, really happy for Larry sure. over the weekend. Just That organization's done a phenomenal job in a short period of time of taking an absolute train wreck and making it promising. Yeah. It's almost like when you have a good young quarterback that people go, hey, this guy might be the future. People get excited. It's almost like it helps to have a good quarterback. I mean, I don't want to break news. I'm just saying. Well, you know, I have this peg for tomorrow's show because we didn't need it today. Story in the Athletic, uh, the headline, amid a 25-year bull market, college football coaches continue to cash in. And it's discussing the dumb contracts that college football coaches get and why and the emotional elements and a lot of stuff to it. It's a good story, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to relay it to the SEC tomorrow when we need the content. But one of the... The topics is one of the reasons why is that the industry believes the college football head coach is the equivalent to the NFL quarterback, where they are the most important thing. So you are paying a premium, whether it even is the right decision or not, if you think you might have one of the guys that can elevate the thing. Again, there's a lot of parts to it. We'll go through it tomorrow. Yeah, I got to kind of think about that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but, but that's I, one of the. I see the. I, I follow the thinking there. That's at least the logic they tell themselves. We can tear it apart either way that you would like at that point. But I did find that somewhat uh, somewhat interesting as you uh, as you go. But um, so those are playoffs matchups. Good stuff. I mean, I think you know early. Just looking at it again, we'll hit it a little harder tomorrow. I'm not overly intrigued in Eagles, Bucks, or Packers, Cowboys, but everybody's watching NFL playoff games. The the best game of that you know side the, the, to me is Rams Lions for sure. For sure, but I, I got to tell you, the Packers are interesting. They're young. Jordan loves playing pretty well. Yeah, they got nothing to lose. Cowboys always tight. Have, all, a, have a lot to, in the to lose. That I got that one circled. Is that that's the fourth quarter that might be worth watching? I think the Bills are going to pop the Steelers. Buffalo is really playing well right they now. They are. Pittsburgh's playing well right now. Yeah. Kudos to Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Seems uh, like a really good guy. On paper, Dolphins-Chiefs is the game everybody's going to watch, but the Browns-Texans the game I'm most interested in. Yeah, for just sure. Just for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, Joe Flacco, uh-huh. CJ Stroud. It's fun. That is a really fun game there with Cleveland and Houston. So you're predicting good ratings for the NFL playoffs? I have a hunch that yeah. next year when we have that same list, some of the games are going to make the list. Yeah, You're a risk taker. I, 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 think that's, I, I think that's possible. It feels like one we can go ahead and write down and pin and, and call it a day. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I, I feel pretty good about that. So uh, it's almost like they know what they're doing, too. They'll put that first one on Saturday afternoon. Go ahead and get it. And then a Saturday primetime game. Then Is that what it is? Yeah, they they... they they make it where there's no crossover. And then on Sunday, you'll get a noon game, a 325 game, and a night game, and then you get the Monday night game. Yeah, from a TV standpoint, real quick, Cleveland at Houston kicks it off at 3.30 on NBC. Miami at Kansas City is the 7 o'clock game, so 3.30 and then 7. Sure. For that, Pittsburgh-Buffalo kicks off on Sunday at noon. Yeah. Green Bay-Dallas at 3.30. Yep. L.A.-Detroit at 7. 
Yeah. I mean, you have taken the country the second half of, of Sunday because you get the best game of the night on the nightcap, and then you got the Cowboy Green Bay fan base hell going on at that 3.30 game right yeah. there. And then you just stuck Philadelphia and Tampa and said, you want some football on Monday night? Here's the football. Sure. It's not the best game in the world, but here's the football. You'll watch. It's the AFC. It's the NFC champion. Defending champion here. It's Monday a playoff night. game. It's a playoff game. We, all love, we love playoffs. We love brackets. Give us a bracket. The winner moves on. The loser's done. Yeah. It is the, that is the epitome of the U.S. sports experience. We want a bracket. Yeah. Uh, again, as we said, Rivera, Art Smith have uh, been fired, at least as of this uh, conversation right now. I'm a little mixed on this thing from yesterday. So the Saints are up 41-17 on the Falcons. They clearly have won the game. At this point, the Bucks have won, so they're not winning the division. They have some outside hope of getting a wild card based off games that are happening at 3 o'clock. Neither one of those games were going on at noon. So when this is going on, the Saints know they have not won the NFC South, and they know they need help to sneak in as the seventh seed in the playoffs. They probably and knew played. it was unlikely. They would have to take... <coughs> <clears throat> they would have to take the Packers spot that's headed to Dallas this weekend. But yes, unlikely. Mm-hmm. So as the game is ending, now the Falcons to some degree cause this problem because they're still throwing in the last 30 seconds of the game down 41 to 17. The game is clearly over and the Falcons are chunking it down the field. The Saints intercept it. They run it back to the one yard line. And at this point, they send in the kneel down, the victory formation from the sidelines. The Saints get in the huddle. The offense decides that is not what they want to do, that they want to give uh, a touchdown to the running back. So they line up in the victory formation, but run a play and score a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, the game ends. Art Smith is pissed. He's As he should throwing every F-bomb at Dennis sure. Allen. Sure. Allen just tries to get off the field as fast as possible and take his cussing. They get into the uh, press conference, and Dennis Allen says that that was not the play he called in, that he called in the victory formation, and that's not what the guys ran. Jameis Winston uh, expounded a lot on the decision yesterday and said that he is sorry to DA, he understands, but that they made a team decision. They were going to run the play. They just did. They don't have any regrets. Basically said, hey, if you don't like a scoring, don't be throwing in the last 30 seconds. Jameis kind of defended it that way a little bit and said that he was comfortable and that it should be something that is forgotten pretty quickly, but it's very possible that it is not forgotten very quickly. Okay, here's the deal. I don't have a it, – it's the NFL. I don't have a problem with running plays until the buzzer. You, it, it, we're all getting paid a lot of money here. You're professionals. Feelings aren't involved that to, to that extent or they shouldn't be. Go score. I don't care. When you get in victory formation, though, and run the play, you're causing a problem there because people aren't ready for contact. They're not expecting that, and you raise the ability for somebody to get hurt so much. I don't like that. If you're going to do it, by God, just get up there and run a play. And if you score, you score. But don't do the victory formation thing. But the bigger thing to me as a sports fan and a Saints fan is the disconnect that I've got in my locker room, that Dennis Allen doesn't just take one for the team right there, which is what a lot of really good coaches and managers would do and go, hey, I get why he's mad. We were doing something for us. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Instead, he hangs his own team out to dry. 
On the last day of the season. On the last day of the season when right. you've missed the playoffs and you've underachieved because the Saints absolutely should have won that division this season. It is a crap division. Yeah. And then your players go, yeah, I get it, but we just didn't follow his directions. It that The locker room is my problem. They don't respect their head coach. Yeah, that would He has no ability to gain their respect at this point. <laughs> if I'm Mickey Loomis, I go... I'm making a change. Yeah, that 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 was what said. No, I got to go get another guy. Yeah, this is not absolute, the answer. 100%. It's not about the play. Mm-mm. It's about the reactions to the play at this point. One hundred percent. That would have yesterday would have led me to, because look, if they have the utmost respect for Dennis Allen, they don't run that play. You take the knee, because the coach said take the knee. Yeah, 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 sure. And so when you run that play, it's like, ah, eh, you don't matter. Yeah, we're not listening to you. You're not listening to you. We're going to hang you out to dry here. We're going to put you on the spot. Because that decision was Jameis and probably an offensive lineman that has seniority, and we go, hey, guys, here's what we're doing. Yeah. And I, I got why Smith was worked up, of course. Yeah, sure. He's pissed. Well, he knows if you're going to run fired. a play, run a play. Don't, don't line up in victory formation, which tells the defense, hey, don't try. Yeah, nobody's firing off here. And then and then we're going to fire off and score. Come on, that sucks. That's, yeah. that's Bush League. Yes. So it, that part. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And if you're Dennis Allen at that point, you got to walk in the locker room and say, no, no, when I tell you we're running this play, that means we're running this effing play. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, Jameis is over there and I love Jameis Winston. I mean, he cracks me up. There's I kind of no like more him. lovable backup quarterback in the, in the, in the world, but yeah. you're the backup effing quarterback. Yeah. No, you, you do. That's it. not your decision. You run the play we tell you to run. You're not Joe Burrow over here. And if this, if that same situation plays out and it's Sean Payton and Drew Brees, the leaders of that team, that doesn't happen. Not even a chance. Payton would have killed somebody. And they wouldn't have done it to him. But at the end of the day, like you said, you you were in a bad division. There's no other word for it. Yeah. and You were the best team. You should have won it. And somehow you let a team that's actually worse than you win the division. Mm-hmm. And people should pay for it. And it should, shouldn't be about one play at the end of a 48-17 no, you, to 17 You lost game. the crap division. You missed the playoffs completely. And you won the last two games of the season and hurt your draft pick by like five spots. Yeah, total, you did exactly the worst thing you could do the last two weeks of the season. Total failure. Because I think they're picking 14th now. Yeah, 14th. Yeah, it's total failure. Instead of like ninth. Yeah, it's 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 failure. Top five picks, Chargers five, Cardinals four, Patriots three, Commanders two, Bears number one because they get Carolina's pick. Boy, the Bears. Justin Fields basically saying thank you in case that's the end of the road yesterday to Chicago. And I'm fairly sure it was the end of the road. Uh, Derek Henry thanked everybody in the Titans organization mm-hmm. as he is a free agent at the end of the year and is expected to sign elsewhere after, I think, eight seasons there in Nashville. Yeah. He's been a model citizen. Damn good running back. So, super, super guy. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be a good dude. Uh, other firings potentially today, I guess Chicago, New Orleans, and the Raiders are probably the most likely ones outside of Washington and, and Atlanta, which has already happened. Um, although it kind of feels like Antonio Pierce might get the full-time job there with Vegas. He could. He's done a decent job. He went 5-4 and four as the interim. Sort of depends on who they think they can get. Yeah. So that's... I'm watching the Bears in the next 24 hours. Do they think that... Look, win or lose, Jim Harbaugh's season's over tonight. Do they decide to go that route? A lot of NFL buzz around Harbaugh. He's going to have his options if he if he's interested. Yeah, for sure. 
Stay or go? What do you think? I think he goes. I do too. I think tonight's the last I think he has he can go out going, I restored it and I did what I wanted to do. Oh, he could go out saying I won the national championship. Yeah, sure. But even in a loss. Sure. You Oh no, he's made Michigan a power again. Yeah. I did what I told you guys I would do, which was restore Michigan football. He took Michigan from kind of becoming average again to back to being a blue blood. One hundred percent. At a time that it is so critical with all the changes and things mm-hmm. and the money and everything yeah. involved with that. Hundred percent. So no, completely I mean, fine. He's a terrific coach. You can think whatever you want to think of him, but he took a, a team to the he's now taking a team to the Super Bowl and he's taking a team to the national championship game. There aren't a ton of guys who can say that. I mean, there just aren't. I'm always amazed by the people in our field who just because the guy's kind of weird or kind of whatever, they, they, they want to underplay how good of a coach he is. He's clearly very good at organizing a, a, a group. That's what we said the other day. He's one of the two active coaches who I think are on the list are the best college and pro coaches who can relate to just humans in general and not one specific kind, and that's Pete Carroll and Jim Harbaugh. What can the Bears get for Justin Fields? Third round pitch? Maybe. Yeah, fourth, fifth round pitch. Yeah, I mean, you're probably talking fourth, fifth conditional stuff. Yeah. It's not about that. It's about you either he can win or he can't. That's your decision. It doesn't really matter what you're getting back in return. That's why if I'm them, I'm making a change. I don't know. I don't let the same organization, the same group of people have another crack at it. It's also kind of what Washington did. It looks like they cleaned the entire house. Yes. Everybody out. Yes. If I'm the Bears, I have to do the Caleb Williams thing. I have to. Oh, my God. I have to because he's, he's got the physical talent that you can't coach. And it's potentially a head case. No, there's no question about that. But he's also potentially a elite quarterback. But I'm staking my career on Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. You going to stick with Justin Fields? I mean, if you've watched Justin Fields, you've you've seen that the ceiling is so low. Every day is foggy. Are we sure Williams is the better pro than Penix or Drake May? No, I don't know. That's that's not my decision. But I, I'm moving on from Justin Fields. <sighs> I'm never winning a Super Bowl with Justin Fields at quarterback. No, I get it. I walk out every day and, and it's foggy. Every day. There's never a sunshiny day. Because no. the ceiling's so low. Because he did okay for him. He's, I mean, he's fine. He's fine a, he's a starter on a bad team or a good backup in this league. Because if you believe in him, you go get Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, yeah. You know, hey, I'm about to give you a weapon. You give him a weapon or you protect him or you do whatever you do. Yeah, but nah. No, I think it's over to Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 MPS, or the Blaze, the 1 Gig, the Powers, the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's anyspark.com or 662-238-3159. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings, from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Uh, Under the, uh, they got a lot going on there. In other words, uh, they got uh, you can 
go and get uh, great instruction uh, from advanced people. Uh, simple stuff if you're just beginning the beginning uh, equestrian career, if you're just kind of trying it out as a hobby, they can help you there too. Also, if your company is looking for uh, a place, a venue for events, uh, they can handle that as well there at Southern Traditions Farm. It's Facebook or Instagram, Southern Traditions Farm. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom uh, cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will have you uh, feeling like you're living in a resort. So whether it's a weekend binge-watch session or uh, hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style, cheering on the Rebels with your friends. The community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So uh, text their VIP list today. Become the first to know when their leasing for fall of 2024 is open. 662-300-3733. So uh, on the site, and again, it's January, so don't take any of this, whatever. But Brett McMurphy coming out with his top 25 for next season. Ole Miss number nine in, uh, in that poll. That feels too low. Um, I don't see any way the AP actually has Ole Miss below Arizona when the top 25 comes out next season. No. Um, that seems I wonder odd. if that's a little bit of a knee-jerk to the Judkin stuff, a little bit. Yeah. And then, look, they get tons of press and any type of benefit of doubt. I don't think Notre Dame will be picked higher than Ole Miss, but they've done a nice job. They got their kind of it's, – it's, again, it's knee-jerk coming off that bowl win over an Oregon State team that had zero pulse. Yeah. I mean, they lost their entire program. Yeah. And their conference. Uh, okay, sure. Um, but beyond that, I think that is the contenders that Ole Miss is dealing with above them. You're talking about um, the top six in this, Texas, Ohio State. I'm going 6-5. Alabama at four. Oregon at three. I feel it's really high. Losing your quarterback. I know Dan Lanning's a kind of a person everybody pulls for or at least thinks is going to be really good. Michigan, two. And then Georgia, number one. Sure, whatever. Got no issue there. But what do you do with Harbaugh? They got this incident blaze stuff hanging over them. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on with the Wolverines right now. And a lot of guys I got to replace. Yeah. I won't hold it's January. I won't hold people's January polls against them. McMurphy won't have this same poll in August. No. He was told, hey, I need a top 25. Cool. And he goes, okay, fine. Here. Probably didn't spend a whole hell of a lot of time. And might have done a couple of these things to get idiots like me talking about it. Yeah. Hey, I want the Arizona in there at seven and. Because who gives a shit? Right. Matter. I would put Ole Miss somewhere six or seven. Yeah. That's where I'd put them. I think that's probably about right. I'd go Georgia, Texas, Alabama. Ohio State. Ohio State. Maybe Michigan. And then I'd probably put Ole Miss <laughs> in there. I mean, I might put Ole Miss as high as five. Now, look, how do you run the football is, is an issue. So if you're if you're going, hey, as of today, they lost Quinshawn Judkins. They didn't replace him with anybody. I don't really know how they're going to run the football. I'm going to put him at nine. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to fight you on it. Okay, cool. I get it. It's a problem. What's your interest level tonight? Ooh, it's really low. Is it really low? Really low. It is the game that I have the least interest in of those four possibilities. Had Alabama beat Michigan, I'd be more interested tonight. And had Texas won, I would be more interested tonight. Yeah. My 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 number one game of not missing would have been Texas Alabama, mm-hmm. 
and then either one of those two, two teams still playing would have had me much higher on my, oh, that's interesting. I yeah. do really appreciate that uh, the game time is 6.30 Central tonight, earlier. Oh, they move it up? Yeah, I'm showing 6.30, so I guess that's correct. I guess kick's probably a little after that. But either way, it's not that 7.45 kick yeah. that sometimes happens in these games. If they want me to watch the end, they better get done by 10.30. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or else 100%. I'm probably just not going to be Yeah, I, I can't. It, it better be one hell of a compelling thing if we're beyond that. I think Michigan wins. I do too. Like I saw some stat. Washington's played a one possession game or inside ten points like ten games in a row or something. Like, good God. Yeah. Washington's defense is sort of pedestrian, and I think Michigan's going to have its way with them. Washington per metrics supposedly has the best offensive line in the country. I don't buy it. I think it's because you played in the Pac twelve. Um, yeah, they don't run the football much. It's it's just a different game out there. They're going to be really tested by Michigan's front tonight. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Um, so, but I, yeah, from an interest level, how interested am I? On one to ten, somewhere between two and three. I mean, I'm pretty low. I'm not. I'm not dialed in whatsoever. Probably some SEC bias in that. That I'm so used to it being oh, an SEC sure. game, and it's not. Yeah, it feels like, eh, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, also, we just had a season where we felt, like most people, if we're really being honest, felt like the best team in the country wasn't even in the playoff period. So it's like, okay. yeah, Yeah. I mean, Florida State didn't get a chance, so it's kidding. Yeah. It... it you just would like to have seen what Georgia could have done. Sure. I would have liked to have seen a 12-team playoff. Now, again, they didn't win the game they had to win. but They didn't, but... I still can't believe Alabama got the fourth and whatever it was in, in Auburn to get to that place. just blows me away. It really does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Because that's the one that kept Georgia out. Yeah. Realistically. Saban will be back, right? I mean, I think so. I haven't heard anything to the contrary. I mean, the day will come when he won't do it anymore, but there's no sign that that day is now. Think Bill, Bill Belichick's out in New England? Yes. And gets an NFL gig if he wants it. I wouldn't hire him. I wouldn't either. Feels like all the tread's gone. Great coach. Legend. Well, it also shows you, though, no matter who you are, if you don't have a quarterback. Better have the dudes. If you don't have a quarterback. I tell you who'd scare me if I were out there is if Denver finds a quarterback. God, what he, what he got out of that team this year. Mm. Peyton. So. Okay. We'll uh, do more NFL tomorrow, react to Michigan and Washington, including maybe some Ole Miss parallels on that that I've kind of gotten uh, documented as a teaser for uh, tomorrow as well. I want to go through the athletic story about coaches and salaries. The uh, The first quote in the story is from our buddy Ross, so uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Ross Bjork? It is, yeah. He's the very first quote in the story oh, in the athletic. That? So uh, if you'd like to do a little homework, go read that prior to tomorrow. We'll talk about that, and then we'll uh, start looking at basketball, but that'll be more of a Wednesday thing because, again, the Gators and the Rebels at the Pavilion 
8 o'clock Wednesday night there um, on SEC Network, Ole Miss's home SEC opener, 13-1, 0-1 after the loss to Tennessee on Saturday, as we mentioned. So uh, hope all of you take care. RebelGrove.com in the meantime, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.